Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are back. This is Sister Annie Stay. And this is Sister Veritas, and we're back with Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. And today we're going to talk about something pretty special. We're going to talk about me, myself, and I. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> it's a little, might sound a little self-centered. I no. mean, maybe a tad, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're very gracious, sister. That's gr- I love it. Right? Let love tell you who you are. Yeah. Me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. But the deep reality of this... Yeah. Um, that yes, we relate to others. You know, as a sister, I relate to you as sister, mm-hmm. and we've talked about all these different ways we relate to others, mm-hmm. um, these dimensions of our being. Mm-hmm. And as we draw into that reality of me, myself, and I, I draw into this sacred reality that I am, mm-hmm. I exist, mm-hmm. um, and I exist as a unique gift and reality. Mm-hmm. And um, tapping into this, how do I relate rightly mm-hmm. and in a way that's true to the dignity of my person? How do I relate rightly mm-hmm. to myself? Mm-hmm. It's all actually quite profound. It's like just stepping near it. I'm like, whoa. It is amazing. I, I, actually, I mean, just thinking about my existence, my body, my soul, you know, one unity. It's like, wow, yeah. I am. Yeah. And my goodness, my uniqueness it's like, wow, mm-hmm. God God desired that. Mm-hmm. Each of us, he desired so uniquely, so intentionally. Mm-hmm. We're unrepeatable. We're irreplaceable. And yeah, it's like, yeah. I am not you. You are not me. <laughs> Amen, sister. But it's like, wow, the, to have that incredible, mm-hmm. really kind of awe and wonder in front of, of myself. Yes. That I am. And not in a weird way, but like, yeah. wow, cool, yeah. awesome. Well, and it is. It's like to have an appreciation of being. Mm-hmm. That the fact is we are. Mm-hmm. We is. We, in a sense, have this isness, and that there's important business about this isness <laughs> actually has everything to do with God yeah. and the way that we've been made in his image and likeness. In a sense, we can't become who we are if we don't be. Right. <laughs> it's really true. And I know we're getting kind of crazy and philosophical, but we're going to break this open. Um, even Hamlet said this, Yeah. you know, as he was uh, pondering whether or not he should take his life. Here we are. Uh, He said this profound line. We all know it. Mm -hmm. To be or not to be, that is the question. There it is. Right. Absolutely. He had his pulse on this essential reality. Mm -hmm. Or even like if you consult music or culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember driving in the car and hearing for the first time, Toby Keith's I Want to Talk About Me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was like... Well, darn it. And I, I remember laughing so hard because I'm like, someone has finally had the courage to say it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> right? I want to talk about me. I want to talk about I. I mean, it's great. Um, what I think, what I want, what I know. I mean, he yeah. went on and on and on. And yet, let's baptize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had his pulse on something profound mm-hmm. that I have a self. Mm-hmm. And I want to communicate myself mm-hmm. um, because I have a self mm-hmm. to communicate. And it's a profound gift. Mm -hmm. And this is real. Like, in a sense, when we get onto a bus, right? If we bump into somebody, we're like, oh, pardon, pardon, excuse me, pardon me. (laughs) I know. Right? We do that a lot in Canada, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon. It's like your your first word. Yeah, it's our national word. Sorry. (laughs) Pardon. (laughs) Excuse me. But no, truly, like, you don't see trees talking to each other. You know, pardon me. Is my branch too close to your trunk? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Or, you know, you don't see, like... 
bugs launching the bug times or, or newspaper articles right. about their lives. Right. Uh, we're yeah. different. We're different. You know, although I did see a magazine recently called The Secret Life of Cows. Huh. Yeah. No. Uh, who wrote that? know. <laughs> 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 I, 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 <laughs> it's really true, sister. It's like, there's the reality. We're not an arbitrary something. Mm. We're an intentional someone. And that it changes everything Amen. when we realize that and live out of that. Amen, sister. If you just stop and think about it, I, I didn't have to be. No. And I am. But God decided yeah. you would. I can't even, I can't, I would love to unpack this more. Let's unpack it, sister. Uh, you want to kick us off with a prayer? I would love to. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Lord Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you so much for the gift of us, for the gift of our lives, uh, for making us in your image and likeness a unique and unrepeatable reflection of your glory. Lord, we thank you for intending us, for choosing us, for calling us to be in union with you. Uh, and we ask just, Lord, for a real deepening of this, this understanding and this knowledge in our hearts that we come to know ourselves as good and as sacred. We entrust ourselves to you and all those in our lives, uh, to you and to our Blessed Mother, as we pray. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Mother of Life, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, here we are, sister. God brought us into being. It's amazing. And that was a moment of powerful importance. Yeah. And we're going to unpack that. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. Right? Well, and here's the thing, sister. It's like just even getting into the human experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When do I even become aware that I am? Right. Um, that I exist. Right. Because I think it involves slowing down. Mm -hmm. um, when I was thinking about this myself, it's like, you know, what are moments like this? Mm -hmm. It's when I'm standing at the edge of a lake mm -hmm. or a huge body of water or an ocean or uh, watching a beautiful stunning sunset uh, when there's silence around me, when I can kind of pull back into this world that I am mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. and uh, realize that I am. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a powerful experience. I have a self. Yeah. And sister, even just saying that, I don't think, you know, I necessarily think of that all the time. Like I, to be aware of myself. And, mm -hmm. and as you're saying, like, I remember even being sick in bed with pneumonia, hmm. which, you know, is, I don't recommend to anyone, but <laughs> it's like, gosh, in th those moments, lying by myself in my room, in my bed, it's like the, the room is filled with this realization. I am. Yeah, sister. And I am lying here and I'm real. Yeah. Um, and you, you kind of feel your whole being uh, and all its, as you're saying, isness and all its its reality. Um, and, and yeah, that I'm different, actually. I'm different from the chair in my room. I'm different from the tree outside. Hmm. I'm different from the birds flying outside my window. I'm different. That's powerful, sister. Yeah. It's really powerful. And well, it hearkens, as I listen to you, to scripture. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing to go back to the beginning. Mm. Because as we go back to the beginning in scripture, we can understand more about who we are. Mm -hmm. That there's an objective truth about who I am. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's been written in this word of God. And mm. we go back to Genesis. We can really tap into this, this authentic human anthropology. John Paul II mm -hmm. really blazed a trail here. Totally. Because what you're touching on, sister, is actually the first man, Adam's mm -hmm. experience in the garden. That's awesome. 
Yeah. I like to sometimes think of that. I don't know if you oh do. Oh my gosh. You well, know? there it is. Sister, praise be to God. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I imagine if you go to the garden, a fruitful exercise. <laughs> no, good. no pun intended. <laughs> but actually, no, Sister, I would love to kind of walk us through. Yeah. Uh, go back to the garden mm-hmm. and imagine what it was like to be Adam. Mm-hmm. Because we can really come into a deeper understanding of this reality and realize things that we can go about taking for granted. Right. So, like, imagine this, right? We're going to go back to the beginning. Okay. I love the beginning. You love the beginning. (laughs) It's fresh. It's new. It smells great, like (laughs) ferns and things. (laughs) I'm sure it did, actually. I'm just imagining the garden. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But there it is. Let's go back and imagine Adam's first experiences of life. Mm -hmm. You know, that he woke up. He was conscious. We can take this for granted. <laughs> right. So he, right. he was conscious. He realizes he has a body as he starts to move his body, mm-hmm. that it's not part of the earth, that it's distinct mm-hmm. from the earth. He begins to look around and everything is something to discover. Wow. Uh, he's filled with wonder and with awe. Everything's a surprise. The sunlight, mm-hmm. the water, the mud squishing between his toes, <laughs> uh, the trees. And none of these things have names yet. But they are other. They're distinct from him. He's different, as you were saying, mm-hmm. from the rest of creation. He has awareness of himself. Mm-hmm. He has self-determination. He can exercise his will and walk towards the tree. He mm-hmm. can reach out and touch a leaf. Mm-hmm. We search like Adam for our definition and identity. Mm-hmm. And also in the garden, he finds this. He's aware that he is alone. This comes to even deeper life because there's no being like him. Right. Right? No. But the birds were not like him. No, the elephants, the tigers, <laughs> the snails. Different. Different. Very different. Different. He's not like the animals. He's different from the visible world. Mm-hmm. However, he's also aware of a relationship. Yeah. Uh, a unique, exclusive, unrepeatable relationship that he has with God mm. himself. Mm-hmm. And this is true for each one of us. Yeah. We too have a unique relationship with God. And this comes to be by the fact that we exist. Wow. That we be. Yeah. Uh, and aware of this gift of freedom mm-hmm. to choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, God sets before him good and evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, choose life. Right. right? There was something he asked him not to do. Right. He was made free. He can choose to enter into this relationship mm-hmm. with God, to cultivate it. There's all, all this stuff comes to life. Isn't it powerful? It's amazing. It's so powerful. Adam has a being. It's amazing. And we too, in quiet moments, in moments that we slow down, in moments that we pull back, we become aware of this profound reality of ourselves mm-hmm. and so many of these beautiful, essential realities that come with it. Mm-hmm. And with that, yes, the call to stewardship, yeah, uh, the, to steward my life, to steward these gifts, mm-hmm. um, to engage this relationship with God that mm-hmm. ultimately I've got a God-shaped hole in my heart right. and to bring myself into relationship with the one alone mm-hmm. who is going to satisfy me and draw me into the fullness of life. Totally, sister. I love that you're saying that. Um, and even as you're speaking, it was like, you know, just imagining Adam in the garden hmm. in this amazing world with all these amazing, crazy creatures. But also as you're, as you're articulating his ability to, you know, be self-aware, self-determining, conscious, that there's also like a whole world inside, hmm. you know, so there's the amazing world outside, but there's also an amazing world inside. Um, and why is that? Because, you know, the human person, we're, we're a meeting of the invisible and visible worlds, you hmm. know, the physical hmm. and the spiritual. Um, body and soul. Body and soul. And it's like, yeah, it's like we're, you know, embodied souls or ensouled bodies. Like 
uh, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think, yeah, and even just the fact, you know, to be aware of God, like you're saying, uh, and to be able to know and love him, you know, to engage relationally with him, Mm -hmm. um, and even the ability to desire, to seek, um, to sacrifice for, to enter into friendship with God. Mm -hmm. Those are all things that are totally particular to us mm-hmm. right like as you're saying like you know yeah secret life of cows like they didn't write the magazine <laughs> but it's also like they're not they're not organizing like um committees mm-hmm. or praying mm-hmm. you know or creating artwork musing on life you know it's amazing if you think about it amazing yeah to be human and to be alive it's amazing well even in the catechism sister it says the desire for god is written in the human heart because man is created by God and for God, mm-hmm. and God never ceases to draw man to himself. Only in God will he find the truth and happiness he never stops searching for. I mean, this is powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or he even continues in number 54 in the Catechism. It says, God, wishing to open up that way to heavenly salvation, manifested himself to our first parents from the very beginning. He invited them to intimate communion with himself, and clothe them with resplendent grace and justice. Wow. Um, we're special. Yeah. And it's not a cheesy thing to say. No. Uh, and stepping into that reality, the more that we be mm-hmm. and settle into that gift of our being, mm-hmm. and the fact that I be because God has shared his life with me, mm-hmm. I can then become who I am. Yeah. And But it's an essential first stop. And it's something to respect and to steward with great reverence. Mm -hmm. And to also know that it's a battlefield. This is a battleground. Definitely. And that we have an enemy and he is going to try to pull us out, to push us out Mm -hmm. from this sacred ground, from, in a sense, a deep core Mm -hmm. of of who we are as persons. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have to fight here that... It kind of brings us into, yes, we have this call to vertical relationship with God, mm-hmm. especially as we're aware of that aloneness, mm-hmm. of that solitude, mm-hmm. that we bring ourselves into relationship with God, mm-hmm. but also that we are, in a way, re- in relationship to ourselves. Definitely. And this call to relate rightly to ourselves, but to know that it's going to be a battle. Yeah. The enemy does not want us to relate in truth to mm-hmm. the gift of who we are. Mm-mm. Uh, he knows once we're in touch with that sacred, blessed reality mm-hmm. of our lives, which is a life that flows from the heart of God himself, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're going to flourish. Right. We're going to become who we are. Right. We are going to give and receive love in imitation of the Trinity, and that's the last thing that he wants. Right. Because, yeah, it's it's scary for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to put it mildly. But it, it's really true, sister. And, and the Lord desires our flourishing. He desires our flourishing as human persons. He desires to, you know, to, for us to root ourselves in the reality of who we are, whose we are, you know, uh, we belong to his love. Um, but that's really what's going to set us free and enable us, like you're, yeah, like you're saying, to live not only the vertical plane, but the horizontal plane, which we've talked about already in many episodes mm-hmm. of that relationship with others mm-hmm. and how to do that. But this is actually the nucle- nucleus of everything. Yeah. Being aware of myself, um, my goodness my deep worth mm-hmm. um that i i matter it's really true it's like deeply true and i'm not just someone who who god created you know he thought of me from all eternity and created me he died for me mm-hmm. that's who i am mm-hmm. that's who i am that you're worth this yes that has been spoken mm-hmm. by god from all eternity and proven mm-hmm. uh 
who's dying for us. Mm-hmm. I love that, sister. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. It's, and I, yeah, it's inscribed mm-hmm. that there's a lot of things about this life that are not a question mark. Right. And that your beauty, your goodness, mm-hmm. your sacred worth and value is inscribed. Mm-hmm. It's an irreducible core right. to you. Right. And it's it's turning this core outward and into relationship with God mm-hmm. and in right relationship with others mm-hmm. and with ourselves. Mm-hmm. But like I kind of want to like bring this into the human experience again. Like totally. as we're living this out, how do I relate rightly to myself? Mm-hmm. Um to the sacred gift of myself. Mm-hmm. Well, you know sister, it makes me think of this story that our founder Cardinal Connor loved and he would share it all the time. And it was a, f- a film he once saw and there were two uh, guy and a girl, David and Lisa you know, and struggling with different things. But they both had a similar self-experience. Is They, they each thought themselves to be totally unlovable, mm. totally worthless. Mm-hmm. We all have moments like that. We all do. Yeah. It's, it's real. So I think it, it really actually powerfully speaks into a common experience of the heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, so they both experienced themselves as unlovable. And anyway, they come to know each other over the course of the, the film. And they begin to realize and kind of are a little afraid that they might be falling in love with each other, you know? <laughs> Um, and they kind of are, are totally freaked out about this be- because they experience themselves as, uh, or believe themselves to be unlovable. And finally, finally, Lisa, like, you know, musters all her courage and asks David, she says, what do you see when you look at me? And she's terrified that he's going to say, um, you know, I see a very beautiful girl. I see a girl with, you know, a wonderful mind. I see you know, someone who's mm-hmm. really gifted in conversation. I see someone who's a great dancer, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. She's mm-hmm. terrified he's going to say that. Mm. Um, but what does he do? He looks at her and he, he says the perfect thing. Hmm. He says, I see a pearl of a girl. Wow. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Like a Cardinal Connor would talk about, why is this the perfect answer? Because he's seeing her. Wow. He's seeing her, you know, um, he says, just quoting from him, you know, we're reminded of the gospel story, the pearl of great price, the pearl of such precious worth, just because it, it exists. This is what we have to recognize in ourselves, not where we are going, not what does God want us to become, but what are we? Mm. Why did God create us out of absolutely nothing? Wow. I just, I love that story. Well, and he has a quote that he would always mm-hmm. say to the sisters. Do mm-hmm. you have that, sister? Yeah. I see a pearl of a girl. You have to have that reverence for yourself. You have to see that pearl of great price of which our Lord speaks, that you are made in his image and likeness. The whole world is in you, that same sunlight that played in Eden. And Christ walks with you and talks with you. And Christ brought you into being. Because he loves you for you, not for your talents, not for your potential, not for any money you may have, not for your educational experience. He loves you for you. And if you love yourself as Christ loves you, then you are not afraid to put yourself into the hands of the one who made you. That is beautiful, sister. It's so powerful. Well, and I think, yeah, he puts us into the first big step to being able to relate to ourselves rightly, and Mm. that is reverence. Mm. Reverence is this all-important virtue that we approach ourselves with, that yes, we want to approach others with reverence, Mm -hmm. but we have to turn that gaze upon ourselves. Wow. And give ourselves space. Mm -hmm. Uh, Step back. Look at yourself through the eyes of 
God the Father mm. through the eyes of His love for mm. you. Uh, I think a lot of times we can be our worst critics, our totally. our biggest enemies. Totally. But reverence, reverence as a huge, a huge disposition to hold, to give ourselves space to flourish, mm-hmm. to become. Mm-hmm. Um, and as as that quote says, the freedom to place ourselves in the hands that love us. Mm-hmm. You can see how it draws us into freedom, mm-hmm. a life of faith. Because we know we are in someone mm-hmm. greater than us. Wow. Whether I'm here or there or yesterday or tomorrow, mm-hmm. I don't have to imagine a past or present or a future without the presence of love. That's awesome, in my sister. Life, right? Right. Well, and I think, too, with reverence, the other two things I would say super important to relating rightly to ourselves mm-hmm. is virtue. Mm-hmm. That in the same way that I want to approach others with virtue, mm-hmm. you know, kindness, uh, patience, right. love, uh, faith, all these things, right. I want to turn all of that towards myself mm-hmm. and approach myself with uh, a truthful, virtuous love, mm. self-love, a healthy mm. self-love. Right. Virtue is a huge gift as we seek to yeah, approach ourselves rightly. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's so true, sister. Virtue is basically living about living the fullness of who I am. Mm-hmm. It's, it's allowing myself to flourish because mm-hmm. I'm because because we're made in the image likeness of God. I'm ordered in a way to goodness and truth and beauty. And what does virtue do? It, it actually enables us, it helps form us in the capacity to live what I'm made for. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where we find happiness. Amen. Um, is living kind of rightly ordered to that great love that I'm called to and came from. Amen, sister. I think yeah. it's kind of like bumper bowling. You ever been bumper bowling? Love it. I do very well in bumper bowling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most people do, but that's virtue are like the bumpers. When you pop those bumpers out, even if you've got this crazy bowling ball flying down the lane of your life, virtue keeps it uh, bouncing off these bumpers and holds it in. So you're going to, you're going to nail it. You're going to hit a strike. And in the, in the ways that you most deeply desire Mm -hmm. in truth, in finding this space to flourish Mm -hmm. and to become who you are more fully. Totally. So virtue. Totally. Lastly, I think sister, it's so essential to be a friend to yourself. Wow. Now, I have to say, sister, that is a new concept, I think. I have not heard anyone speak of that before. Hmm. And I think it's actually really powerful. It's really powerful. Yeah. Well, and in the same way, it's like, think about how you would approach your dearest friend mm-hmm. um, in your attitudes towards them, in your dispositions mm-hmm. of heart. Mm-hmm. Um, that I imagine your heart would be open, mm-hmm. that your heart would be merciful, mm-hmm. that your heart would be compassionate, mm-hmm. that your attitudes, again, would be those of reverence mm-hmm. and care mm-hmm. and goodwill. Mm-hmm. And we have to, again, mm-hmm. turn these towards ourselves mm-hmm. as we manage ourselves, as we gather ourselves up and try to live the day, mm-hmm. as we meet ourselves in our weaknesses, right. as we strive to, to give a gift of love, mm-hmm. you know, in the circumstance or person in front of mm-hmm. us. Uh, at the end of the day, especially when we're pondering <laughs> right. all that happened and transpired, uh, being a friend to ourself mm-hmm. uh, and not, again, in a cheesy way that leads us astray, but in a real, in a way that holds integrity mm-hmm. um, and helps me to stand in and supports my becoming mm-hmm. who I am in God mm-hmm. and respecting the fact that I'm I'm a gift. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Even if I messed up a thousand bazillion things, mm-hmm. that love of God is still there for me to lean yeah. into and to pick me up and to continue along the way. Honestly, failure 
is the best teacher. Mistakes, mm-hmm. learn and keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we have space to do that, we flourish. Right, mm-hmm. right. And for a friend to ourselves, it's like mm-hmm. all of those things are kind of gathered up into that that reality. And yeah, and just like, and, and kind of almost being a friend to yourself, like helping yourself to, like you're saying, live the fullness of who you are. So that's, you know, like, yeah, even like stewarding your, your emotions, your thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, not, not allowing um, emotions to kind of drive you out of control, right. but, but being able to keep that healthy and beautiful and flourishing. Um, As they're guided by reason. Right, right. But that, yeah, exactly. That kind of middle way, you know, of, of moderation and like, and it, it's like, that's actually where freedom is. Wow. Um, and it's, yeah, I, I love, but I love that concept, sister, uh, how to be a friend to ourselves. But I, I have to say, it does make me think of, gosh, you know, like that's ways of relating rightly to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also really good to articulate, you know, I, I have to be honest, there's ways of relating uh, not rightly to myself. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of, <laughs> plenty, we could do a litany. <laughs> right. But I, you know, it's, it's a real, it's a real thing. It's, it's a, a real thing real we all thing. struggle with. Uh, but yeah, I just, I think it's even just good to, to briefly name those because yeah, sometimes, sister. kind of like in the Garden of Eden, like when the Lord gave Adam the authority to name creatures, it's like, that that's that's a grace, that's an authority. And so actually naming something um, helps us to, to be able to live more freely and f- more fully. So yeah, I don't know if you have any thoughts on yeah, some of the... Yeah, we could do the top of the of our charts sure. On, on, sure. on ways that may not be helpful. Yeah, to relate to <laughs> and ourselves. relating, yeah, greatly to the gift of ourselves. Well, I think, uh, what are some big ones? I think self-condemnation, right? Yeah, that's um, a big one. I just think I'm bad. And I just keep condemning myself. Mm-hmm. And that's not about God. No. Or even um, judging ourselves. Mm-hmm. That in truth, only Jesus gets to judge. Mm. And actually, the humility to surrender judgment to God and mm. God alone. And wow. this isn't, right? It's, it doesn't mean that I um, check out. Mm. And this is distinct. I want to ask the Holy Spirit to convict me of mm. my weaknesses and of my sinfulness. And and to bring those to God. But um, this judgment that basically just beats me down, Mm -hmm. and it may be erroneous, right? I can be judging myself according to my own standards, according to cultural standards, according Mm -hmm. to other people's standards, according to expectations when I was a kid, when actually um, we want to turn to God and God alone. And as he renders judgment, the beautiful way that he does it is that he establishes us in a deeper truth that brings hope. And that brings freedom Mm -hmm. and um we want to place ourselves underneath that because Mm -hmm. self-judgment can can drive us into um deep holes uh that can really deteriorate our sense of self and an authentic um living of the beautiful gift that we are in the lord yeah that's true sister and I love that you're articulating that because I think often we can just apply, you know, thou shall not judge to like others, mm. but it's like, it's never, it's like, oh my gosh, mm. that's actually me too. It's not my, my court. Amen, sister. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, just being aware, being aware of our thoughts, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. Uh, being aware of our emotions. Mm-hmm. Are they leading me? Um, are they upholding a true sense of self? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think a lot of times self-condemnation, self-contempt, um, mm-hmm. A critical spirit, um, shame-based identities. A lot of these can be fed mm-hmm. by thought patterns that uh, need to be kind of put those on pause, press the stop button, mm-hmm. and insert a truth mm-hmm. or uh, emotions, emotional patterns. So it is. It's a huge call to awareness mm-hmm. and to stewardship, to claim the truth, just to live in the truth. Totally, sister. 
And I think, I guess I want to name on the flip side of that too, because I think, yeah, there's like that whole kind of the negative realm of, of self-condemnation, self-judgment, self-contempt, and all the things that kind of are similar to that. But then also too, there's there's reality too, that there can be an extreme of like self-care or, mm-hmm. um, you know, obsession with, with myself or just kind of letting myself be ruled by my kind of preferences and, mm-hmm. um, you know, or seeking pleasure at the cost of others or myself. Mm-hmm. All those kind of ways where this is sort of like this inordinate sort of like glorification of, of myself. Mm-hmm. But what is, what is that too? It's, I mean, that's, it's similar in the sense of it's not seeing myself in truth. Mm-hmm. It's not seeing myself as, as good, as, as beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of this need to try to fill myself with something mm-hmm. but actually it just leaves me it can leave me more empty you know yeah, um, and it's it's not it's not quite a, quite enough so it's like yeah what is what is the virtue what is we, we're called to is that virtue that that beautiful true love for for myself mm-hmm. um because i am his it's like i know i mentioned it in a previous episode but saint bernard of clairvaux talks about the highest mm. level of love which is loving myself for God's sake. Isn't that awesome? It's amazing. It's so awesome. And, and that's true self-love. That's true self-love. There it is. Um, because, you know, when we love someone, we love what they love. And he loves me so much. He loved me so much, he died for me. That's beautiful. Um, so I'm going to love myself, too. <laughs> that's profound, sister. Yeah. Well, and just as you're you're speaking to the, the virtue of a healthy self-love and a healthy care for ourselves mm-hmm. that holds us in the virtue mm-hmm. that allows us to flourish mm-hmm. so that we're not getting caught into these extremes of mm-hmm. self-condemnation or self-contempt mm-hmm. and we're not um, idolizing aspects of, of ourselves that lead us astray ultimately yeah. from just being humbly real with the gift that we are right. because that leads us to be able to gather ourselves in a sense possess ourselves mm-hmm. our gifts our gaps mm-hmm. uh all everything mm-hmm. so that we can give ourselves mm-hmm. away united to to god mm-hmm. and to grace and participate in this giving and receiving of love that we're made for yeah ultimately yeah that's awesome and i guess too on the last little nugget on this mm-hmm. um is just to be aware of the enemy's attack and i just yeah. i just want to expose him um, that's good. I'm behind you, sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this is he is going to attack the sacredness of life, mm-hmm. and he's going to attack the sacred gift of your life mm-hmm. and of my life. Mm-hmm. When Jesus went out into the desert, the enemy attacked his identity. Mm-hmm. He kept saying, "If you are the Son of God, mm-hmm. if casting doubt, right. casting yeah. doubt that he of his sonship, that he belonged to God, mm-hmm. um, of his identity, mm-hmm. and this is where the enemy's going to attack." And so, in a sense, to guard yourself here, yeah. um, to to exercise virtue and reverence mm-hmm. and a healthy self-love, uh, protect yourself against these attacks. Um, if you have to re- reject a lie a hundred thousand mm-hmm. times a day, praise be to God. Mm-hmm. You've turned to God a hundred thousand times mm-hmm. and you've strengthened mm-hmm. that muscle to be able to live in the truth of who you are mm-hmm. and how God made you. Mm-hmm. So just, um, you know, just to put that out there, it's a, it's a great place to, to be aware and to, to build defense. I love that sister. And, and you just to add on that quickly in rejecting those lies to actually take that moment to, to declare truth mm-hmm. about who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a beloved son of God. I'm a beloved daughter of God. My name is, you know, like I am chosen. And, and to actually say that because it's um, how we speak to ourselves in our minds it matters. It mm-hmm. actually really matters. Um, and it can, it can affect not just the trajectory of my day, 
but of my life. So if I'm lying to myself or listening to the lies of the enemy in my, my head, that's going to that's gonna have an effect. Mm-hmm. But if I'm allowing myself to be filled with the truth of who I am and, and telling myself the truth of who I am, that's going to have an effect. And that's, that's what we want. We want to live in that truth, that freedom, because we're good. We're, we're good. good. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Gosh, sister, before we go, do you have any challenges? I do. I have a double, well, double challenge. My first is just really, I just want to just say this from the bottom of my heart, which we've already said all episode, but really, like, you, everyone listening, each of you, you are so good. Hmm. You are sacred. You are loved. You're chosen. From all eternity, God knew that he wanted to make you and no one can replace you. No one can replace you. And anyone who tells you otherwise is lying to you. Mm. So just want to say that um, out loud again. And it's really true. And then I also want to challenge everyone to just live in gratitude. I want to challenge myself to live in gratitude. And That's even awesome. like today, just to think of like five things about myself that I'm going to thank God for. Mm-hmm. It could be anything from like my big toe to like my gift for writing, whatever. But like, Beautiful. thank God for things for you for things about you and that's that's actually a beautiful exercise in healthy self-love but also worshiping god Hmm. uh, because he loves to be complimented about his creation because he never (laughs) ceases delighting in us Um, and he loves when we notice too so that's what i would say that is awesome sister yeah what about you super beautiful you know what would my challenge be uh just uh something short and sweet here you know the days that you're just like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to be me. I've had those. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just lamenting. Uh, yeah. You know, whether it's a something that you you kind of messed up or mm-hmm. just a part of your t- your personality that flares mm-hmm. again or got you into trouble again or whatever. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think first to to respect the struggle mm-hmm. that. Uh, the great epic of integrating ourselves and receiving ourselves and possessing ourselves and acknowledging ourselves as gift is a lifelong journey. Yes. And and there's going to be struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say praise God if you're struggling mm-hmm. because it means that you're growing. It means that you're seeking uh, to receive the mm-hmm. truth about who you are. And mm-hmm. I would say carry on. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't stop fighting mm-hmm. uh, to look up and ask for the grace to receive yourself from the Father. Wow. Uh, just ask for that grace, for the courage to receive yourself from the Father, because only He has the capacity to reveal the depths and the heights and the expanse of who you are in gift. And He is going to be unfolding that at mm-hmm. every moment of your life, and it's going to be an epic journey it's Mm going to be a crazy climb Mm -hmm. and it's going to be worth it amen and um we're on the road with you yeah and uh praise be to god i think that's it that's it well we're praying for you and maybe we can close in a prayer let's do it sister yeah in the name of the father son holy spirit amen father we thank you and we praise you we thank you for your love we thank you for loving us at every moment in everything We ask for the grace to receive your love into those places in our minds, our hearts, our souls, in our lives, that we struggle to let you love us, that we struggle to uh, healthily love ourselves, that we struggle to receive ourselves. We ask, Father, that you simply dissolve all the obstacles, all the walls, all the difficulties to receiving your love. We ask in a special way 
that you draw us up into new life. Speak to us uh, the word that we need to hear in our hearts, the word of truth we need to hear from you, Father. We ask for the grace to, to listen, to receive that word that you want to speak to us, that we might claim the gift of our identity in you and the gift that we are as your sons and daughters. We uh, thank you ahead of time for your blessings as we say glory be to the Father, to the, the Son, Son, and to, to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. God bless and keep all of you. We are praying for you. Amen. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.